0: Last time on The Cellcast, the animated series.
1: And you stole my thunder! <laughs> I stole it! I get to say that there was a character in this movie that is our Kingdom Hearts reference!
0: Thump, thump, thump against the microphone.
1: <laughs> so, um, O'Connor? Yeah. The uh, lieutenant that was wanting to ascend? Oh, okay. Was played by Haley Joel uh, Osment. Osment. AKA the biggest Kingdom Hearts reference I possibly can make. He is Sora, the main playable character in nine, in seven, hey, hang on, nine of the Kingdom Hearts games. I see dead people. That too. <laughs> the Traveler is the uh, weirdo from Next Generation who decided to take Wesley Crusher for a ride since Wesley Crusher had apparently the uh, ability to uh, evolve or transcend. Because he was a genius, mm. which was stupid. I've never heard Sora in the Kingdom Hearts drop the S-bomb. The universe is on the back of a koala. He smiles. <laughs> what does he know? And you see this visual. It's a koala. My question is, hey, are we seeing his point of view? Or is Tendi seeing this too? You. So why is she allowed in there to bug this guy while he's trying to work? For
0: comedy relief?
1: I'm aware of this. I'm <laughs> saying rocks are not organic matter but that's beside the point right the but back the, half of your hole looked like it was like a blown up uh rainbow <laughs> yeah i don't know it wouldn't surprise me if the cerritos was the problem there yeah so this is the ship of weirdos
0: that is true now that the enterprise was weird
1: oh it gets much weirder <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the christian geek central network For more great content and community, visit ChristianGeekCentral.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast, the animated series. Joining me today is a man who just finally is getting to go on a date, and it's not in the holiday. Welcome, Jacob. Well (laughs) Why, thank you. I'd like to introduce our co-host, a
0: man who... Why, thank you. I'd like to introduce our co-host, a man who just happened to have a...
1: Parasite.
0: A parasite...
1: Attached to his head. Welcome, Drew. It's like the name of that group of people in Genesis, the parasites. Okay, I'm sorry. That's a bad joke. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing today, Jake? I'm
0: doing a lot better. I'm doing very
1: well. Thank All you. right. So today on this episode of the animated series, we're of course reviewing Star Trek: Lower Decks. We are on episode five, which is Cupid's Errant Arrow, which was written by Ben Joseph and directed by Kim Arndt. Uh, in this episode Mariner is suspicious of Boimler's new girlfriend Tendy and Rutherford grow jealous of a bigger starships gear getting into uh, some of the references and continuity things in this era, in this mm-hmm. episode uh, early on in the episode they mentioned that uh, they, they describe someone as being a lot like Captain a Captain Kirk Sunday with Trip Tucker sprinkles. You of course know who Captain Kirk is. Obviously, yeah. Do you know who Tucker is? Chris Tucker. Trip Tucker. Okay, no clue. Charles Trip Tucker the third was the chief engineer on Enterprise. Oh, okay. As in the first starship to well, the starship under Captain Archer who would then go on to found the help found the Federation. Right uh and he did kind of have a couple of ladies ah uh, in fact he technically had a kid oh okay he had a oh, kid oh oh okay although they took him out before it was it came out and technically it wasn't genetically his oi but, oy, but uh, oy, yeah yeah one Ouch. should be careful what they do on alien Holodex. that's all i'm saying yeah snarf no um I also at some point. Oh, well, they also say it's uh, a side helping of a Will Riker burger. I don't want to know. I don't either. Uh, they mentioned someone is as hopped up as as uh, excited as a hopped up Q on Captain Picard Day. Hey. Uh, Captain Picard Day comes from the Next Generation episode The Pegasus, and is a, is generally agreed to be on June sixteenth of the of our calendar. Okay, if you're curious. Okay. And Q is, of course, the intergalactic being that was always annoying Captain Picard and the crew of the Enterprise-D and later on got punched in the mouth by Captain Sisko of Deep Space Nine and his only appearance on that show and then had a number of appearances on Voyager. Oh, okay. He's got a kid. Scary. In fact, we'll get to that. Uh, Many of the the things they mention on the holodeck, I'll just go ahead and touch this, Um, they mention... Uh, love having doing having love on the holodeck yeah reginald barkley was probably the biggest offender on this because in the episode hollow pursuits he made holographic recreations of deanna troy and much of the rest of the oh crew wow okay without their permission yeah i can imagine uh it's like, ch- dude you're definitely getting yourself
0: ejected from the <laughs> right the core come on dude
1: Lieutenant Commander Geordie LaForge fell in love with a hologram of Dr. Leah Brahms in the episode Booby Trap, and I did not re- notice that reference till just the second, mm. and Riker nearly fell in love with a hologram named Minuet in the episode 11001001. Later in the episode, Barb uh, says that she thought Mariner was a rogue holodeck character, which could also be a reference to... Uh, one one zero zero one zero zero one. Since Minuet's job, and that was to keep uh, Captain Picard and Commander Riker distracted, why the Binars, also mentioned in this episode, messed with the Enterprise.
0: Hmm. Uh,
1: but most people will note the uh, will generally think of Moriarty from Sherlock Holmes, specifically the episodes uh, the episodes of Next Generation, "Elementary, My Dear Data," and "Ship in a Bottle," both of which. Encountered a Moriarty who was aware he was a hologram and was generally was, was designed to be a villain capable of defeating Data.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, we saw Jordy Laforge Teddy Bear, which yes. was hilarious. That
0: was hilarious.
1: Uh, at one point, Mariner offers to set Boimler up with a Thologian. Uh and she says she seems like a nice plant person. Fulgians are plant people that were showed up in the animated series episode "The Infinite Vulcan." Hmm. While catching up with Boimler, Barb says that uh, that in one mission she reversed the polarity and rebooted the time stream, which might, in some strange way, be a reference to Doctor Who of all things, specifically the Third Doctor era episodes the Terror of the Autons, the Daemons, and the Sea Devils. That said, the phrase Reverse the Polarity exists in both, uh, epi- both series. The original series episode, Who Mourns for Adonis, and uh, also showed up in the Enterprise episode Harbinger and shows up many times throughout everything. Also, Barb claiming she rebooted the time stream might have also been seen in the original series episodes Tomorrow is Yesterday and The City on the Edge of Forever. Hmm. Barb references being stuck in a 1920 Chicago-style planet, which might be a reference to the original series episode, A Piece of the Action. Uh, at one point, Bormler appears to be intimidated by hot hunk Jet. Bormler says that... I mentioned all this already. A Mariner mentions that uh, when a Starfleet relationship seems to be too good to be true, then red alert, it probably is. She also she uh, gives examples. She's an alien who's going to eat you. Mm-hmm. Uh, most aliens in Star Trek don't actually eat people, but aliens who suck the life force out of people uh, do seem to be fairly common, such as in the De- Deep Space Nine episode "The Muse," and uh, one of the worst episodes of Next Generation, "Sub Rosa," hmm. which uh, was uh, which had uh, which Doctor Crusher kind of had a thing with a quote-unquote ghost
0: interesting <laughs>
1: it's a bad episode and it's disgusting okay mentions a romulan spy this is probably uh referencing uh tapel from the epi- next generation episode data's day and uh agnes jurati from was an unwitting romulan spy in in picard uh, mentions the Salt Succubus. This is a reference to the original series episode in the first episode of Star Trek to ever air, The Man Trap, in which the shape-shifting M-113 life form pretends to be McCoy's old girlfriend, Nancy Car- Crater. Nancy Carter. Or an android. In, in the original series, Nurse Chapel falls in love with a secret android duplicate of her old boyfriend in the episode What Are Little Girls Made Of? And in the original series episode, Requiem from Methuselah, Kirk falls in love with Reyna, who is also a secret android. Or a changeling. There are a lot of people who fall in love with shapeshifters mm-hmm. at Star Trek. Apparently. But the one that's probably the least malicious might be uh, Kira Nerys from Deep Space Nine, who had a relationship with uh, Constable Odo on that show.
0: Hmm.
1: He was technically a changeling. Hmm. Or, and quite possibly, the best reference that they could have made, and the one that made me laugh out loud. Or one of those sexy people and rompers who murder you just for going on the grass. (laughs) This references the episode Justice, in which Wesley Crusher, thank you Wesley, falls in some grass, specifically a flower bed, and uh, is nearly murdered by scantily clad people who were previously flirting with everybody.
0: Okie dokie, then.
1: It's a weird episode. I can imagine. And I still wish Wesley had not have survived. But anyway. No love for the I am teasing. Do not be mad at me. <laughs> what is his name? Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Do not be mad at me, Will Wheaton. <laughs> uh, in the flashback sequence, we uh, do get to see the Deep Space Nine uh, uniform style that was first actually introduced in Star Trek First Contact. Mm-hmm. And that happens to take place on what appears to be Deep Space Nine. Mm -hmm. Maybe even in Quark's bar. Uh, Mariner's conspiracy chart uh, has a lot of Easter eggs. She notes that Barb's not a dolphin, which is from the TNG episode The Dolphin, in which Wesley Crusher's new girlfriend is revealed to be a furry shape-shifting monster with claws. (laughs) Way to go, you can see a picture of Lal, Data's first daughter, from the Next Generation episode, The Offspring. She mentions that she could be a Sulaban, which is a reference to the uh, often reoccurring villains from Enterprise, the Sulaban, which, which were first seen in the episode Broken Bow. The Binars, which I mentioned earlier, uh, tried to take over the Enterprise by distracting Riker and Picard with a hologram character named Minuet while they did some other things. Hmm. Seska, Mariner talks about undercover Cardassians for a second, which we uh, see a picture of someone who looks sort of like Seska from Star Trek Voyager who was a Bajoran crew member who turned out to actually be a Cardassian spy. Hmm. Uh, The Duras sisters. These two sisters who uh, were constant pains in the neck of the Next Generation crew anytime they were dealing with the Klingons. Uh, tried to take over the Klingon Empire many, many times, and uh, the last time they got blown up when uh, their bird of prey, when the Enterprise was able to take out their bird of prey.
0: Yeah, in
1: Generations, right? In Generations, mentions transporter clones, in which is the most famous version of this is probably going to be Riker's transporter duplicate from the episode uh, Second Chances. That transporter duplicate is still running around. Mm. He even showed up in an episode of Deep Space Nine. Uh, the M, they, we see a picture of the M one thirteen Salt Vampire from the Mantrap, mm. and humpback whales are seen, which are from Star Trek for the Voyage Home, which are apparently much smarter creatures than the rest of us. Uh, the, at one point, Mariner pushes an Endorian out of her way and dismissively calls her Jennifer. Wait, what's you might think it's. I mentioned it's weird for an Andorian to have a a a human name like Jennifer. Yeah. Except there was in Voyager, a uh, a young uh, Qatarian girl named Naomi Wildman. Uh, that was uh the daughter of a girl on that when they got she was born in the Delta Quadrant during Voyager, but she because she as her mother was pregnant with her while they were on the ship Hmm. when it got lost. You ever watch the movie show Reba? Little. You know the uh, middle daughter? Kind of. She played that character on Voyager. Oh, okay. So I can't look at her and think, oh, look, she's there from Star Trek. Ironically, the character's name in Reba is Kira.
0: Hmm.
1: Anyway. uh, At one point, uh, Mariner, uh, Barb says she thought Mariner had been a, was a Breen infiltrator. These were enemies first mentioned in TNG and and uh, eventually showed up in DS9 uh, during the Dominion War. The Debrine actually were the ones who led the Dominion in attack on Earth. Uh, they mention parasites and pheromones. Uh, in TNG episode Conspiracy, we find out the Federation, the Starfleet Command has been infiltrated by a bunch of parasites that uh, had nearly taken over everything, if not for... Picard and Riker finding a way to stop that. At uh, some point, they mentioned calibrating a Dyson Sphere, which the Vancouver did. The Dyson Sphere first appeared in the episode Relics, in which Scotty's, uh, uh, sh- a ship Scotty was on had crash-landed on it when the Enterprise-D found it. At hmm. uh, one point, they mentioned a password on, that was, on the ship was Riker. Which is, of course, the second command of the Enterprise. Right. And now the captain, as of this show, Captain of the Titan. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, that brings me to the end of my uh, Easter eggs and references. So Ah. now that I've talked for a bit, it's your turn to talk for a bit. Oh, gosh. What did you think of this
0: episode? I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved Mariner's kind of pseudo-jealousy of uh Boimler actually having a girlfriend mm-hmm. and her constant conspiracies be like, oh she's this and oh I've seen things. It's like yeah, if you've seen things doesn't mean automatically there's a conspiracy to this. I think it's just more you actually like Boimler and so you don't want him to be with someone else except you. So that that's my theory.
1: That See, m- that I'm not sure that the them being in love is going to be a thing. I'm not saying it's not going to right. because stranger relationships have happened. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just
0: like just just the way the character plays off, mm-hmm. is, it's more like she's extremely jealous. Like even though at the very end, to be like the the two girls wind up being friends at the very end after they bond after uh, Bormley gets knocked out in that very awkward scene <laughs> on that. What, is, what what were they
1: on a uh, a pad? Oh, you mean the thing that was it was a transport uh, carrier, sort of a thing. Yeah, something. It was, it was essentially a, a a platform to help them d- demolish that planet. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, just on that
0: platform was hysterical. Yeah. And the 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 big money shot they were using for the trailer,
1: teaser trailers.
0: Yeah, to show there. this is
1: not your father's Star Trek. <laughs> exactly. And it's like you know what this is. That's not even the joke that y'all tried to say it was. No, <laughs> I mean it kind of was, but it also wasn't.
0: Uh, maybe one of the detractors, probably this episode and probably the next episode, would probably be the 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 amount of uh, profanity was used. Like, yes, it was bleaked out. It's, it was bleaked out, but it was like, okay, this is a little, I mean, like, it's a little disturbing in some ways but i understand they're trying uh, to go for more of like an a, like more adult humor i i get that but we're we're still dealing with more of a um an animation we're
1: still talking about star trek um, star trek has used profanity before and since uh discovery started they have started using the f bomb more and more yeah so i mean that's not new but oh, of course yeah not. it is i do wish they would have They would stay away from that sort of language. Yeah.
0: But either way, the the, the story was very good. Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Rutherford and uh, Tindy's Uh, competition.
1: (laughs) Who's going to get the... uh, The T-88s. The T-88s. Which are... That's the thing. I looked at that and I was like, I'm not sure what those are supposed to be. I guess they're tricorders, but they're a new design of tricorder. Yeah. That look like the uh, the thermometers I've been I've been uh, aimed had aimed at my head since this COVID thing got started (laughs) every morning. And
0: the the, speaking of the tri the the tricorders tripod what I think tripod but it's It's tricorder tricorder. Um the the only problem is they were like the design on was completely flat. There was there was no shadow or nothing on them. Yeah, which
1: kind of bothered me a little bit. It's okay. (laughs) And the other thing that bothers me about the design of those T eighty eights. That screen is not gonna be big enough that's on that device. No, it's not. It's so I don't know what I can see that as maybe a scanner yeah. more than anything else, but you've gotta have it paired with something for it to make any sense. And they don't show it paired with anything. Yeah. So I don't know what that's supposed to actually be used for. And I it is kind of odd that medical and engineering would actually use the same Type of equipment. Right. I mean, they both use tricorders in, in in all the other shows, right. but there's generally a difference between a standard issue tricorder and a medical tricorder. Right, it's a whole different set of programs, a mm-hmm. whole different set of things it's designed to do. Right, and I'm still kind of find it weird that Tindy was was doing anything with. That had to do with engineering. I'm assuming she does have to be able to fix the medical stuff. You would think so when it goes up because it makes more sense to have a specialized engineer mm-hmm. for uh, medical, right? But I don't know why she's doing diagnostics with Rutherford, it's or why it's more that what would get, you put them together. <laughs> I know it. I know it is, but it, it just seems like a odd contrivance, yeah, for this episode. And it's it's something I'm having a hard time processing as to why you would do it that way i gotcha
0: but overall the the episode was good it was fun um it was it was very it was the the amount of paranoia that um mariner mariner thank you that Marino just went through. It's like, oh, this has got to be like, born is going out with this girl. Mm-hmm. It's, there's something wrong. Be like, he, he's not cute. He's like all the, all the freeze and be like, oh, yes. he's hot or something like that. I'm like, like girl, you're just showing your cards. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, uh, I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny that these two finally, you know, be like, um, uh, after the, and also we can't forget the, uh, the uh, diplomacy of the uh, the moon's destruction. and
1: Yes. Oh, that was hot. Oh, I mean, they, they got everything good, but this one guess is, you're going to destroy everything on our planet I mean, to save this other planet. <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. And find out by the end of it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt both of us. Wait a minute. How many people uh, exist in your civilization? Two? <laughs> just me and my wife? <laughs> We're rich. We're just rich. It's like, you know what? Blow up the planet. <laughs> Blow up the moon. Blow up the moon.
0: No, we just the new tile. No, we
1: just got the tile redone. It's like you know what? I don't give a flying banana. <laughs> that 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 was
0: that was very good. The the, the it was it was the, the storytelling is very good in the show.
1: It is yeah. And, and I um, can and the thing is, I can see a storyline like this happening in the normal show. It's just it feels. I mean, I, and I know a part of this is where seeing sort of a like I said before we're seeing an exaggeration of I think of episodes yeah so I can kind of work with it that way that if they ever have to reference slower decks at a different time yeah which next episode they might they have an excuse now (laughs) but uh if they ever I get the feeling we're going to get a slightly different story than what we're seeing in these episodes Mm -hmm. but that's just my theory that's my feelings on it Alright. It's a good show still. I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to where this is going because this is, this is a great lampoon of Star Trek it in is. my opinion. Agreed. And I'm enjoying it. So right. I think that brings us to the end of this one unless you got I think, something else. I th- so, yeah, so join us on the next episode where we'll review Terminal Provocations. Come Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what Drew? The same thing we do every week Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh boy!
0: So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page. On Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. On Instagram at Jacob B. Heron. And on
1: Letterboxd at Jacob Heron where can they find you Drew uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen you can also find my Facebook page at Drew's photo bin where I upload uh, my photography you can also follow me on Letterbox at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759 where can they find us Jacob
0: you can also visit our website thecellcast.podbean.com where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts Google Play and Stitcher, our RSS feed. If we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with
1: your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother, Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, Where we talk about live action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L.